Hola mi gente, I am Maribel Kings y estoy de regreso, estoy súper feliz. Join me as Embracing My Markings comes back to bring you new stories, not only focus on individuals luchones that embrace their story, like the ones that we have heard in previous episodes, but now I want to include current events impacting us in our communities, Also, I want to highlight local and people of color-owned businesses. And even though I look forward to having guests, you guys are always welcome. I will do some short solo episodes here and there. So please share your story with me um, or you can always email me as well a small business that you would like for me to check out. And you can do all that at embracingmymarkings.com. Hola, mi gente. Oh, I don't even know how to start off this episode, but I am going to get very, very personal. I have some things to get off my chest, and I hope this reaches the right person or right people. Because <laughs> I know I'm not the only one that has gone through this. I'm definitely not the first, and I'm for sure not going to be the last. And I just feel like this kind of gives you guys an insight onto who I am. A lot of people are usually very surprised porque soy bien amigosa, porque platico mucho, pero a la misma vez soy poquito reservada. I'm a very private person. And it's because I have been carrying around shame and guilt. And I, I, I can't even describe it, but I've been carrying around with me a lot of things and I feel like it's finally time for me to speak out on these things and fully give the person that I am hoping this podcast reaches some closure whenever they start looking for me again. So today I'm going to talk about grieving somebody that's still alive. So that means you tienes a un ser querido, un familiar, lo que sea, que todavía está vivo, pero en tu vida personal ya están muertos. They're gone. There's no, there's no ability to connect with them. It's, it's done. It's over with. You have to grieve the relationship that you once had and be done and over with. And it's hard. It's hard because they're still here and it's a whole process that you have to go through. And especially when it's family members, sometimes it's really hard to let go of family. But hopefully this helps you get some closure from whatever you're going through. So I wanted to share one of my most painful experiences that I've had in life. I grew up always yearning for a family unit. Siempre me encantaba ir a visitar a mi abuelita materna and not knowing what the heck the adults were arguing about or what issues they had because even funerals, funerals were joyful to me because it was a rare occasion to be around my cousins, aunts and uncles, like everybody all at once. Right. And I think that describes how ignorance is bliss because I had no idea you guys when you don't understand what is happening around you life is just so much easier your emotions and feelings are pure and I feel like my feelings towards my mom's side of the family has always been that now you might be asking yourself well what about your dad's side of the family well they weren't around um <laughs> most of them were left in Guanajuato 
and you know the few that were close to where we lived meaning in tijuana when we were in san diego or in los angeles when we were in san diego um didn't make the effort to really get to know me or my siblings or like really be around my dad and you know that's a whole other podcast (laughs) but that's you know that's a whole nother mess so for the past couple days i've been trying to really remember and i'm i'm really struggling with this but i'm trying to remember when was the last time i went to my grandparents house in tijuana we used to have carne asadas spontaneously sometimes i i can't remember the last time we got together as a family to just have fun i can't remember the last time i visited my grandparents home um and, you know, my cousins and I, we used to, there was like, esta la cocina, y arriba de la cocina había un cuarto. And that's where we kind of would hang out, and there was like a restroom up there and stuff. And when you would walk up the stairs, we would tag our names and the dates that we were there. Um, for what reason? I don't know. But one of us started it, and then the rest of us just kept going at it. And, you know, I constantly think of that part of my grandma's house, um, which is from her kitchen to her upstairs bedroom. And I have really fond memories of like just being there with my cousins and like the stairs were like swirly, but they were tiny. So it felt like a a quinceañera entrance kind of type of thing. (laughs) I don't know if you guys can visualize it, but it was there and so um i i'm trying to remember when was the last time i went to the house in tijuana and i cannot recall it and it brings me so much sadness because i'm like i didn't even know it was the last time that i would be there i didn't even realize it and i can't even remember it however i do remember the last time the family got together and unfortunately it was in a funeral and this was in February of 2019, where I lost a dear aunt of mine whose name is Teresa. My aunt Teresa was one of the sweetest and purest souls you could ever meet. She was my mom's older sister by four years, and she gave me three amazing cousins. On our way to the funeral, I turned to my husband and said, this is the last time I'll be around my family. I knew things would never be the same once we left my aunt at the cemetery like I just I knew it fast forward after we buried her commemorized her memory celebrated her life my aunts and uncles started fighting over the terrenos you know the will that my grandmother left that that was really hers people were saying it was falsified they couldn't believe what she who she had left it to which by the way she had left it to all of her children but i guess one of them was thinking it was only going to be for them um and with all the fighting the los terrenos y de la casa y que las escrituras y todo eso nos nos afectó mucho bueno yo digo nos porque me incluyo no aunque yo no era parte de eso yo no estaba esperando nada de mi abuelita nada de eso pero pues obviamente cuando empiezan a hablar de mi mamá o a lastimar su, sus sentimientos de ella o lo que sea pues me afecta a mí también 
and it just made our family have like a bigger strain in our relationship but this past weekend um i had a like a meltdown you guys because i had a really painful thought about this one particular cousin that i grew up with out of all my cousins i thought her and i were the closest because our summers when we were little girls were spent with each other whether she was here in san diego with me or i was over in la with her the best laughs and memories are with her like you don't understand the wheezing that we would get into <laughs> like it, it got even to where you know my husband would sometimes wake up and be like can you just shut up like I can say you know because me and her have always had a good time and if I feel comfortable with anybody other than my husband it would be my cousin and I'm not gonna keep her name from this uh so if you know her go ahead send it to her i don't care it hopefully it does reach her because this is my venting and my goodbye with this relationship my cousin angelica angie and you know i felt like we had like a very genuine and amazing relationship as i grew up i felt us becoming distant she started getting into stuff that i wasn't getting into um she was doing things that i wasn't doing she was you know she was becoming her own person and i ignored you know the changes and the the feelings of distance because I my love for her was just so big and I was like okay you know like we will figure out life again it's almost like siblings you know they hate each other when they're smaller and then they grow up and they're the bestest of friends so I was like okay we didn't have that when we were younger you know because maybe we were cousins and we didn't live with each other 24 7 but eventually we'll come back around so she would withdraw and disappear in and out of my life since my teenage years all the way till now she was at my wedding, which I really, really appreciated. She was the one that did my makeup, and I believe she did my hair. And, but she wasn't at my baby shower. And I don't know why she wasn't at my baby shower. Um, I can't even remember when she met my baby. Like, I was going through my son's um, baby photo book that I've created for him, and there's pictures of everybody that came to visit him at the hospital. And there's not one picture of her with him. And once, you know, her and my son met, he fell in love with her. And that was like his tia wuti, like he loved her. But it seems like she didn't feel the same way because she started to withdraw and disappear from his life as well. And I hadn't catched on how this was affecting my son. But again, I dismissed it and I was like, okay, you know, things happen, whatever her reasoning is let's just keep it pushing because she's my cousin i love her she's like she's more of a sister to me than my real sister so my husband and i actually helped her out um my son too because he had to share a room with her for a little bit um but she has some things to finish in in life such as her ged and she was just trying to stabilize her life right now she is two years younger than me so 
even though I was already married with a kid and everything, she was still living her best life, which is cool. You know, she was enjoying her life. Um, but we took her in rent free and she got access to my second car for free as well. We didn't never charge her for anything. She never paid insurance. Um, she just had to keep the tank full you know the months that she drove it there was no maintenance no nothing um she ended up getting her GED she ended up getting a job nearby so she was doing like really really good and I'm not here to throw in her face what we have done for her because everything that we did was from the heart I've always told her like it was genuinely given to you like you don't owe me anything I'm not saying these things for you to pay me back because when I gave them to you it was from my heart when I let you stay in my house like I actually appreciated you being in my house when I let you take my car I wanted to see you succeed and go to work and go to school and get motivated. Like I didn't do those things for for you to turn around and be like, oh, well, here's 50 bucks. No, I did those things because I wanted to see you do better. And she had to leave because I got a letter from my landlord and she ended up leaving my house. I believe it was like in January. And by February, I found out she was pregnant and she let me know. And, you know, that was awesome. The guy that she had been dating at the time, I wasn't a fan of. Like right away, I wasn't a fan of. He was really rude, um, arrogant. I, I don't know what to tell you. It almost seemed like she told him, like, I hate my cousin. And he just came in here with the stink face. I don't know, but I did not like him. But I supported whatever made her happy. But what really, really hurt me was when she was getting her GED, my son was graduating from kindergarten the exact same day. I believe it was around the same hour. So she couldn't be at my son's um, kindergarten uh, ceremony, which is okay. You know, it's just a kindergarten ceremony. We recorded it. If she wanted to see it, she could have seen it. She didn't. But, you know, whatever. And I was just really taken back because as she's here getting her GED that unuseful piece of maybe you could even call him a man was with her and she was kind of avoiding me like we were talking but you could tell that she was avoiding me like I'm not stupid and I couldn't figure out why and then I go to pick up something at my mom's house and her mom was at my mom's house I guess she had come down with her to see her graduate for, for her GD and her mom, which, by the way, strongly dislikes me. OK, because I think I was just an annoying little girl and maybe she's just never liked me. I don't know. But her mom has never been fond of me or at least I've never felt loved by her mom. Um, threw in my face that my cousin had gotten married and didn't want to tell me and my husband and I were like so confused because we're like, okay, why are you telling us this? If she doesn't want to tell us, then why are you telling us? You know what I mean? Like, and she was like, well, I just see that it's wrong because, you know, you guys have helped her out so much. Woody woo, blah, blah, blah. Okay. That was painful, but I said, you know what? 
ha de haber tenido sus razones. Whatever it is. And yeah, she ended up saying that, you know, she it wasn't a happy marriage. She didn't go into marriage wanting to get married. It was almost like force upon her. And she just didn't feel like sharing with anybody because it wasn't something special for her. Okay. My husband and I kept the pushing. We digress. We blew it over, you know, whatever. People have different things going on. Okay. Well, then she disappears again. And this time it's a lot more painful because we're missing out on her daughter. I'm missing out on seeing her daughter grow up. Her daughter's missing out on me that, you know, I'm not here to toot my own horn, but damn it, toot toot. I am the best aunt that you could ever ask for. I am the aunt that I always wanted in my life. And I'm like, you, you're priving her from that by not being close to us. But you know what? It digress. It, it, it happens. Whatever. This, she had her daughter. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I can't remember what year. I'm not sure if it was like 2016, 2015, or 2014. I don't know. But one of those years, she had her baby girl. I got to see, I've seen her daughter in person, I believe, three or four times. And obviously the little girl, because we go like years without talking to each other, months without talking to each other, even though I have always made that effort, we don't see each other. And so the little girl always has to be like reintroduced to us. And, you know, I started to see how my son started me have, having questions and questioning, you know, why does she only come around when it seems like she needs something or does she not love us? Like, what did I do to her? And that's painful. That's really, really painful. Because one thing is me and then another thing is my son. And of course, my husband, too, because my husband loves my cousin, you know, um, they call each other cuz and they just had like a really cool relationship and she disappeared from him too. gave no rat's ass <laughs> about their relationship. Now, my grandmother was ill in 2020 and we knew that her time was going to come and that she was going to. She was going to, you know, suddenly leave us because um, she, she had a lot of health issues. But I think also she just kind of gave up on life, my grandma. So in 2020, de repente, me llega mi prima, you know, para ir a visitar a mi abuelita, ir a, a, a despedirse de ella. And it was an awkward situation because she ends up telling me that she's been doing some things in Tijuana. Um, never once did she try to reach out to me to call me to let me know, hey, I'm nearby. If you guys want to come have some tacos or just anything. I didn't exist. And I was like, okay, keep it pushing, Maribel. Don't don't think about it. Just keep it pushing again I don't know people's intentions or ways not everybody's like me but I was like okay that happened and she right before she came you know we had gone I believe it was like two maybe three years since we had spoken and you know she wanted to have a face 
to face with me and I said well you know we can FaceTime or we can meet at my grandma's house because at that point my home was sacred like I started to learn how sacred it was from the people that come and visit me at home so she agreed to a FaceTime I FaceTime her she's apologized for being distant I said you know it doesn't it's not surprising I go because you've done this our whole entire lives and she was like well it's just not right blah 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 I thought things were going to change because she had never admitted out loud her distance so um that happened she ends up coming to my house um to spend the night so the next morning she would go to my grandma's house and say goodbye to my grandma she ends up telling me that she's been in TJ and she's been coming back and forth and she's been doing stuff in San Diego. And as much as that hurts me, because not once does she reach out to me or my family, but it just shows, you know, the lack of care and the lack of love there. So that was like a huge turnoff. And I don't know, like things just felt different. And she even told me it feels different this time. Well, no, duh, because I'm not the only one involved anymore. My son and my husband are involved now, too. Like you just left them high and dry for whatever reason you had in your mind. But whatever. Made the effort. We kept in touch for a few months. Again, she started being distant. Again, she started being um evasive with me and maybe she didn't mean to be evasive but I'm telling you how it feels to me because nobody can tell me what I'm supposed to feel this is how I feel and this is how I see things and where I think the moment that I was like I'm done is we were having a conversation and I know how much she loves San Diego and my husband had taken us to this really nice spot and my son and I still till this day love going there and I sent her a picture and it's like the skyline of San Diego with like the beach very like peace and like you know just calm and I was like, hey, you know, kind of like a wish you were here kind of thing. And then she was like, oh, hey, she's like, where's this at? And I'm like, oh, downtown San Diego. And she was like, well, I'm in San Diego right now. If you want to come and visit my hotel room. What? So if I wasn't to reach out to you, you wouldn't have reached out to me. And, you know, now she has a new boyfriend and I'm like okay it sounded serious she had told me already about him I was like hey whatever makes you happy I'm here for you rooting for you you know it's amazing because he has kids too they're able to provide you know um, her daughter with uh, brothers and sisters I'm not sure if they're boys or girls from the guy's side but anyways um, and I was like okay cool cool you know like but I guess she didn't find it important enough for me to meet him and for her to be over here for a whole. I don't have the bleep sound, but the whole beep weekend. And not tell me. So when she was like, well, yeah, you can come to my hotel room, whatever. It's like, no, girl, like I'm not. No, thank you. 
Like, no, thank you. Like, if you wanted to hang out with us, if you wanted us to meet, then hey, but I'm not going to show up to a hotel room that one, I didn't even know of. And two, you're cuddled up with your boo. Like, we could meet at a restaurant or something, but I'm not going to go to your hotel room. The hell? Anyways, I digress. So, I, from there on, you guys, I just saw her differently. I don't know what it was about that day, but my feelings just went completely off. I was done. I was pretty much done. I, my whole entire life, have felt like I'm not good enough for people. And I have realized that it's not that I'm not good enough for people, it's that people are not good enough for me. I feel like God cleans my life every so often and the people that I adore and love that usually don't love and adore me back are removed and it's painful and I never understood why me especially when I always wanted to be that little girl with a whole bunch of family I want to be the one talking about you know how amazing my family is and how we get together and my cousins and we all love each other and it's just not there when I married my husband I thought well you know um maybe with him I'll get the family that I've always wanted and that's a whole nother podcast because <laughs> that win left after a few years really quick as well um and I don't know what it is but I've just never been able to build the family that I want um or have the family that I want I with this cousin I come to realize you know that not everybody's meant to be a part of your life because now looking back you know that I've been hospitalized I've needed her for things and she's never been there for me I was there for her I was the one adding value to her but in reality there's nothing that she could have given me that I could say like, oh my gosh, she helped me in this or she changed my life in this. No, we had to, we had an amazing relationship when we were little girls because we were little and we we were innocent at the time. You know, maybe her mom has had an influence. I don't know. And I would love to hear back from you guys. You know, have you ever been in this situation? Am I wrong for feeling like her access to me and to my son and to my husband is done. I I forgot to mention the most important part. So the last time that I saw her, <clears throat> or the last time that I spoke to her where she was like, oh, you can come to my hotel. That was, to me, that was it. And I've been done with her, right? Little did I know, you guys, that I was not done with her because she just hurt me once again. And this time, I'm like, okay. If the other time wasn't a, a deal off, now it's a deal off. I come to find out that she is engaged. And I'm not going to say how I found out, but I found out that she's engaged. And... It doesn't seem like this is a forced marriage. And it doesn't seem like I'm part of her life anymore. Her daughter's in school, thriving. I mean, it, it, everything looks wonderful. 
I know that, you know, not everything is perfect in anybody's lives. But the fact that she doesn't want to share with me or she doesn't feel like she wants to share with me, that's what hurts. I'm no longer serving relationships that are not putting in the same amount of love and care that I put into them. For so long, I've taken her distance and her withdrawals with grace because I loved her. But I'm no longer in love with her. And now I get that phrase as well. I love her because she's my cousin because we have beautiful memories. You know, nothing takes away her being my cousin. But I'm no longer in love with her. I no longer care to be a part of her life because obviously she doesn't care to be a part of mine my son is a teenager now she's missing out on you know his first crush his first girlfriend you know him learning how to drive she's she's missing out on so much and vice versa we're missing out on so much but I don't think it could be any clearer that she doesn't want me in her life that she doesn't want my son in her life that she doesn't want my husband in her life otherwise she would act different so Angie if you're listening to this podcast I wish you nothing but the best to you and your family that you're building good for you girl wish you nothing but success continue to thrive be happy it was nice to have you in my childhood you made me laugh I'll always have those beautiful memories of us staying up and giggling and everybody wanting us to shut up. Um, I wish you the best. I really do. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts. Have you ever had a relationship like this, you guys? What have you done to heal? I would love to hear from you. And more than anything, I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. I want to hear your story or I want to support your small business. To do so, please go ahead and visit embracingmymarkings.com. Thank you for tuning in.